What's up? What's up, everybody? It is the Get Over It podcast coming at you live from Woolaby down here in Norfolk. It's a gorgeous day. It's hot, but we have a loaded group of goofballs here today. Loaded, yes, as in they are ready to be the goof of the goof, the goofy steam. Damn it! Now nah, I'm playing. As with me always. My buddy Dana, and today what our up, guest what up, is what up? Chris. I want to say it so. AKA. Say it, say it. I'll stand alone. I want to say it so. Bad. <laughs> yeah. And I am your you host. You call me Sully. You get <laughs> Yes. Way taller, though. We have him with us today because today, as you can hear in the background in the intro, it is Pantera. And Pantera says one thing. Metal. Yes, today is a metal episode. We are musicians. We are the Outlaw Kings. And we have very varied and colorful backgrounds when it comes to music. Wouldn't you say, Dana? Sure. Sure. We were both, if, if those of you who don't know, Dana and I were in uh, metal bands before we moved to this lovely area and pursued other forms of music. And I, I know one thing, Dana, metal isn't what it used to be, is it? No, never. Not in this area, for sure. Definitely not what it used Metal's to be. Metal's gone in this area, bro. Yeah, I mean, it, it was uh, about what five, five stations per demographic, you know? And now, I mean, you nothing. Can't, you can't get a rock station to save your life these days, man. Um, my guitar player right now is probably one of the last like strands of local metal, which is Charlie Rockefeller. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He's playing with us now. And um, no, get out of here. Yeah. yeah. Does Walt know this? Yeah. He, okay. He's asked me about it when we were at the uh, Scandals. So, but yeah, Charlie's uh, he's a straight up metal guitar player. Okay, so he yeah, came man. in with us, and I'm just like. Dude. Nice. But yeah, he's like the last strain of local hard ass metal. Yeah. We, we were doing it about, what, 10 years ago, Dana? How had it be? Yeah, 10, yeah. 10, 15 years ago, man. Yeah, when it was cool. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, uh, our, honestly, about, I mean, I didn't admit this crap. So about, what, 15, 16 years ago, I remember being able to do metal covers, you know, do rock covers, right. you know, the, uh, the, the break of Benjamin, the, the system of a downs, you know, all of that stuff. And we would fill venues, fill venues. There'd be a line out. We used to play this place called Outlaws. It'd be a line outside the door until midnight, man. I mean, and we're playing the heavy shit. I mean, heavy, heavy, heavy. And I mean, in Richmond, you'd have, you know, four. Remember that back in the day in Richmond or anywhere where, you know, a four band bill of these screaming, angry teenage guys could fill a venue. I mean, it Pissed used off white boy music, as I call to- it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you mad about? My mom cancels my World of Warcraft account. Ah. I know I loved it. Oh, man. I love angry, angry metal. But not nah, remember, you could, you could actually make some money. 
You can actually mm-hmm. make a little bit of change doing that, man. I mean, it was all the thing, and then all of a sudden it just went to, you know. Once again, radio kills music. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But talking about the good old days, Dana, what were your some of your groups, man? Pantera, for sure. For sure? For sure. And uh, what's the band that does do heist? Those guys. Oh, Rammstein. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, those were my dudes. Have you ever seen like fan reactions at concerts to their lyrics? These people are like crying mm-hmm. in the mosh pit. They're saying some real shit. Have you man. ever seen like videos from some of the European festivals? Oh like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh, the AM rock ring. like extremely heavy metal bands. Yeah. You talk about insane crowds. Oh yeah. And that's why Metallica went over there and said, "I'm not. We're not touring in the U.S. no more. We're going there because there of, are metal fans there. A lot of bands are over in Europe. They're all over there. I, I, oh, I, I'm what was it 2006 AM Rock Ring, uh, uh, into heartache, man, with uh, Killswitch Engage, Howard, man. Are you oh. serious? Like, and it's just a sea, the sea of people in circles of mosh pits, man. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that you see here in America." All day long. I mean, after the hair band phase and filling up stadiums, it was metal bands filling up stadiums. You got your 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 Nickelback. You got <laughs> they're not metal. What's wrong well, with you? Don't ever make, don't ever did you put bump those your, together? Yeah, not, did you bump you not, your head this you morning? The, have you not you heard the rest of their album? Yeah, I'm just that saying. B-side shit is their cool. First, yeah. Their people, first album. I love their first. I'm well, saying actually, people that are filling album. the stadiums. You got your Metallicas. You know, filling the stadiums. You know, System of a Down. Whoever thought. A band that smart and that ah, you know what I mean. What oh, nationality yeah. is that guy? I think they're Armenian. They're all Armenian. Armenian. How about Iron Maiden? And they all met in college as well, too. You know, Iron Maiden still sell out stadiums. Exactly. Because exactly. they bring it every night. Bruce you know, Dickinson Meg- still sounds like he did twenty years ago. Megadeth still sells. Me- you know, <laughs> love Megadeth. But, but but I mean that was. I feel like they squished metal out of a lane. Everybody had their own lane, you know? You've got your 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 rock and roll, you know, more traditional style, the more popular style, then you've got keyword their pop. True, true. I feel like pop has its own lane. Well no, know, like I'm saying, but they've 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 crossed rock and pop. Very together. true, very true. But you, you you have everybody had their lane, you know. Everybody had their fans. What happened to the metal fans? I guess is the problem because they got old. Very true. There you go. <laughs> they got you old. Go. I mean, uh, it's a dying breed. Right. Because, yeah. I mean, guys my age, I came up with, like, the Godfathers, like Black Sabbath, you know, Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, like, the guys which went into Metallica. Mm-hmm. And I, I watched Metallica from the day they started, and they blew people away because it's like, what is this? Yeah. And then you had Anthrax and Slayer, and that's the stuff I was into. I wasn't so much a hairband guy. A couple hair bands, but I was on that other side, the hard, I heavy, noticed, angry, I noticed a lot of the hair bands had some heavy. Metal. A lot of hair bands had some heavy B-side songs, yeah. man. Heavy. Those aren't my, the ones you heard, though. No, my dad got me into Scorpions. And you want to awesome talk about some amazing band. B-side Awesome <laughs> band. <laughs> awesome shit. front man. Floored me. Floored Skid me. Row. Yeah. Skid Row. Yeah, I'm One serious. One of the hair bands that I was into... Because they were freaking heavy when I seen them live. They weren't mm-hmm. like your typical, ah, you know, with, with all the glit and the glam. But, yeah, Skid Row. Dana, who's your favorite hair band? We were talking about, oh, months ago we were talking about them. Tesla. Tesla. For sure. Love they Tesla. Fucking yeah, rock. Love Tesla. Fucking rock. But, Love again, Tesla. I felt like that was a lane, man. I always wonder, what happened to that lane? What happened to the metal lane? What happened Nirvana. to Nirvana. 
grunge. <laughs> but, 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 grunge but see, killed everything. Well, but the thing is, again, grunge could have had its own lane too, though, right? I don't understand how it took but over it was everything. So, it's very interesting. To I me. think grunge again, it, tried to kill hair metal. Because hair metal yeah. literally made a joke of itself after a while. That's my personal opinion. You're right. You're right. At one point, it did become a parody of itself. Um, Very true. Very true. So become the butt of jokes. Grunge was just a whole scene that nobody knew coming oh, out of Seattle. A, yeah, it's the I don't give a fuck what you think of me style. You know, massive, I can't play this guitar, but I'm gonna fan. try. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought about that. Yeah. Well, see, but there's bands that came out of there that I we're good. Yeah. Soundgarden. Mm-hmm. Alice in Chains, two of my fl- love them both. But I, it had to I, be honestly, Nirvana that Nirvana, that paved the way. Honestly, Nirvana, I like Pearl Jam. Not yeah. a big fan. I no. like Pearl Jam a lot. And the Pearl Jam is another great band, but I, that wasn't my favorite. Great, the Black album, Black, great album. To be honest, I'm gonna tell album. you a secret. But Metallica is probably one of my least favorite bands. Me too. Well, nowadays, because, because no, 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 ever. I I, I love Cliff Burton. I, I do. Phenomenal. You ever watch them videos, man? But to be honest with you, I, I think that to me they're in the same category as the Beatles. They're just the most overrated, to be honest. If you ask me, I feel like there are a, f- a few more bands that were just as heavy that could Absolutely. You know, That's carry the though, torch. A what, little more what? than whiny-ass Lars Ulrich. Well, now, Lars... He's a whiny man. He, he's well, a whiny man. He's definitely a whiny man. Yeah, man. It, it is. That's why I was always into James. <laughs> James was like the ultimate fuck you guy. Where Lars was like, hey, guy, man, we can we do this, man, come on, man. But, Lars, you know, that's why the two of them butted heads a lot. So, Well, you know that story, right? Which story? He wasn't supposed to get that spot. Oh, Lars, yes. yeah. Because yeah. um, mm-hmm. I heard that's James right. talk about it. He that's was like, right. the only reason he got the job is because he had a PA. PA. Yep. And yep. that was not because he could drum. And that's why all their stuff is so... Lars is not that good of a drummer. No. I mean, well, I'll tell you like this. He wasn't when he started. He's a good he's drummer now, but I'm He's saying... progressed. I will say he's, yeah, he's got the reputation, the experience, yeah. you know what I'm saying? The touring, you know. I, I, but you know what? It's a good topic, though. Hold on. Bands that weren't as good when they started, right? But in a different way. Rush. <laughs> Every album was bolder more complex better than the next and i remember watching an interview with getty lee he was like i had to teach myself how to play some of the stuff that we were writing and i'm like that's that's from the heart man you know they push themselves no matter what i, I, I you, you gotta never respect change that. good songwriting yeah man you gotta respect that man this that goes back to iron maiden okay oh yeah prime you talk about does anybody realize steve harris wrote all their music he's a bass player yeah but not one of the best bass players ever i've seen him live one of the best bass players there, but phenomenal songwriter. Yeah. And uh, he pushed that band. I, I mean, he just kept pushing them. Mm-hmm. As you say, Rush, yeah. I mean, but when you talk about drummers, it don't get much better than that. Yeah. And, you know, and God bless his soul, man. We yeah. lost him. Yeah, we Neil did. Pearl he's, was a, he's a insane. monster, bro. God, bro. Insane. The creativity, man, more than anything. He was never afraid to go out there and do something just... You know what I mean? And think about... I mean, you listen to all their stuff, and you're like, how did he put that drum style in this spot you know in this song i mean just amazing just foresight he, he, and creativity he mixed a bunch of different styles together. oh yeah like uh, jazz and fusion and rock and he just he put it all in there. and there's some bands that are bringing that back uh, uh me and dana were jamming out um to uh we after shows we come in like to listen to uh, watch youtube videos and and, and of, of different bands and stuff 12 foot ninja they're from Australia, and they mix together all sorts of styles of music and different variations. And but they're a metal-based band, 
you know what I'm saying? Everything always comes back to metal, but it's, it's really cool that it's starting to come back in small ways. I, I wish it was more popular in America still. I wish there was still a lane. I tell Dana all the time, bro, I would just love to do like a, a once a year metal show. I miss the, the festivals. I yeah, miss, oh God. I miss them. I'm, I mean, there used to be some killer festivals, yeah, but man. they're all gone. Yeah. It's just like, it all comes back to money, though. Mm-hmm. You There's know. no money in it. There's well, no the, money the in it. The industry is pretty much de- destroyed. In America, for sure. So For sure. To be sure. You know, like, and then the problem is, and we can all relate to this, the radio stations definitely don't help, even the local ones. Um, it's all media. How much money do yeah. you got? They yeah. want us to pay them to promote us. And it's like, we're trying to make money. Oh, of course. So they kill, they kill, so they kill all the musicians. So. Oh, of course, man. And, and you know, uh, let's talk about this. Think of a band, that a local band that you maybe back in the day thought was going to be huge, 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 huge. And you just find yourself wondering, where in the shit did they go, man? Like, they had everything they needed. They had good music, good music, you know, good musicians, you know. They were all in it together. And they just hit that spot in time where it just won't go happen. Oh, the one hit wonders. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For me, it's easy for local bands. See a Souls. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Souls. I give you that. I man. thought they were going to be like, back in the day, they were awesome. You know, I mean, I, you know who I thought was going to be on heroin. I mean, that was. I love yeah. that song. Oh yeah, I tried to get him. Try to get him to do it so we could do it in the acoustic. We set. forgot. Great. Song. We didn't forget. I you want, forgot. I, I, we, Chasing I Corona. We, another on. local band. Chasing yeah. Corona. I got one for you. These are guys out of Huntington, West Virginia, called Boba Flex. Oh I yeah, those guys, Bruh. Awesome. To see them live, they're amazing. They're phenomenal. They put on a great show. They man. opened up for us twice. Yeah, man. They How did that happen? Yeah, we're covering these guys, and they're yeah. opening up for us. Oh, yeah. We're like, we're not worthy. But they're our buddies, man. The thing that got me was why weren't they? Like, they had the talent. They're all talented. They all swap. They all swap instruments, and they all take sing. some singing, and they can all sing. The drummer, Fantastic. everyone. They're amazing. They're amazing, amazing band. The vocals make it, man. And I always wondered why, 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 why aren't they huge? Why aren't they? Who has not pushing these people? And they're known across the country. Like it just. I don't know. I used to wonder stuff about that all the time. I did man. realize this one thing about being in a band: um, the more talent you have in the band, the more strife there is. More egos there is. I, right? I can hear and that. It, it's a fact. But they've um, been doing it for so long, I was wondering. But if you can all coexist and do that, then there's another problem. I mean, it, if you're that talented, you sound that good live, um, whether it's promotion, marketing, your True. management. True. There's, there's, it, it can be there's a lot no of things to derail why that. something that talented doesn't go somewhere. True. But as True. we know in the music industry, burn one bridge can kill you. Very true. Yep. And, and matter of fact, even if it's not you burning the bridge, like you said, back to management. Yep, and that's usually burnt the bridges. I, I've heard horror stories of bands where they're going out there, plugging away, doing their tours, trying to get their local dues in, man, get their their regional dues in, and their management's like. Psh. Prime example. Uh-huh. We're gonna go back in time to an '80s metal band, or a hair band, Great White. Oh, remember what happened to them, right? Yeah, right. yeah their <laughs> manager basically killed them when that with that burning down that club their manager was behind that that's and crazy. they pretty much lost everything i mean they, they get sued like yeah they're just now starting to come back but yeah that was right there where the manager d- d- just just totally killed the band like mm-hmm. they're a mockery yeah. because of what happened and all, all the deaths that are associated with them mm-hmm. 
Uh, it's, I guess they get falls into like Dana said, the the one hit wonder curse, like uh, um, in Living Color. Yeah, well, they like, had a couple. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just wonder why they weren't huge or Kings X. You, oh, Kings, Kings X. X. Yeah. Oh, why weren't yes. Kings X huge? Oh my goodness. And and maybe the argument could be stated that maybe at the time, uh, metal wasn't ready for a, a gay front man. You know, well, maybe okay. I don't know. That could be said. Oh, go here we go. My, <laughs> go back to my favorite band, and they made a movie about it. Rockstar. It's based off of my one of my favorite bands, which was Judas Priest. Oh yeah. Have you seen mm-hmm. the movie Rockstar? Oh yeah. Um, it's based off of when Ripper Owens replaced Rob Halford. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm um, like I grew up a huge Judas Priest fan, and I remember finding out he was gay. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's it, like what? Mm-hmm. But then I read an article that he said. You guys didn't get it? You didn't see what I was wearing on stage? <laughs> no, and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. the chains and the black leather. He's like, in, in, in Europe, that's pretty much a yeah, symbol sure. of being gay. For sure. In America, it wasn't. To us, it was metal. Right, right, right. Leather and studs and chains. That's metal. Reminds you of that scene from Police Academy when he walked into the Blue Oyster? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, uh, yeah, it's, it's all... Uh, Perception, very, very true. But I guess, but King's X was one of those bands that you're just like talent, talent, charisma. You know, they got as far as what the night show circuit for a little bit, and then it was just like, you know, Freddie Mercury. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't stop. I don't care if you're gay or not. That voice. You couldn't stop Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Uh, Another. um, uh, Who's another one? Uh, Just one hits, man. And you were just like, where in the shit did these people go, man? Couldn't write another one. You think? You think they could? Well, what I about think people? So. What about people that end up writing for others? Like, what happened to? Because, you know, a song selection. I've just recently learned about how heavy the song selection is when it comes to the labels putting your stuff out. And a lot of artists have beasts with labels because of one song. We don't think you should put that song on your album. So here's what happens on there today. So it doesn't get released for two years and shit. You know? So here's what happens today. This is why music's where it's at. Um, Godsmack, prime example, their new album. Mm-hmm. They didn't write the songs. They had songwriters write the songs. Right. That was they've never done that before. That's why they get caught a lot of flack on this last. It's a great album, great produced album, and Sully sings probably some of the best vocals he's done on since maybe their first couple albums. But he even said um, they're catching a lot of flack because they basically had songwriter their management brought songwriters in because nowadays the production companies say we're gonna write the songs for you mm-hmm. that are gonna fit your band, and that's just how it goes now. That's why, like you say, where did it go? They take a lot of the creativity out of it. They took True. a lot of that out of it, and it's it's very packaged. Yeah, and it's it is if you want to sell, we're going to show you how to do it. Was it good music though? Well, yeah, it was good music, but it was it their music, or or were they given a song and saying you guys make it yours, but this is a song you're going to do? True. That's I, I have a problem with that. I think there's a lane for all of it because some people just aren't good songwriters. And then but, some songwriters aren't good performers. Absolutely. I mean, because no. I mean, think about the guys that wrote the songs. Probably couldn't do pull Bob it off. Dylan. Yeah, I don't one of see the him. best songwriters of yeah. all time. Sucked to see him live. God, his voice sucks so Horrible. bad. <laughs> amazing, amazing. You know who else gets a lot of credit for songwriting that I can't stand his voice? Tom Waits. Yeah. Everybody loves Tom Waits. How about Prince? Prince was an amazing songwriter. Amazing songwriter. Amazing. And he wrote songs for a lot of people. 
A lot of lots people. Lots of people. Yeah. Lots of people that have no clue that they get, they get rich off of his, his mm-hmm. songs he wrote. For sure. For sure. I, I just, I guess, I feel like there's a lane for all of it. Again, there's I mean, a lane there's, like for you all said, of it. But if you're a songwriter, you have to make, make, make money, right? So you yeah, do have absolutely. to make money. But, but again, I do think there is, if you, if you promote yourself as a creative band... That's now, the key. Exactly, exactly. If that you've come along and everybody's known, you've wrote your own music, produced your own music, and performed your own music, and then yeah. all of a sudden exactly. you like admit, right? Well, our production company should have never said that. Mm-hmm. That's, well, now you know why you're catching flack. Exactly. Great album. Great album. But I, I, I lost a little love for it when I found that out. <laughs> if they had, a, you should have led with that, <laughs> right? Hey guys, we're doing a collection of songs that someone wrote for us. But here it is. If you'd have led with that, then you know it might be it might hold well, it's, more it's, integrity. I don't know if it's maybe. necessary a collection of songs someone gave us. It's just they admitted that um, there was other people in the writing process. There was other people in the creative process um, that were hired by their management. I, I got one say. Well, my thought on that is their songs always sounded the same. Always sounded the same. Good songs. Can't argue with you there. But at some point, that's going to run out of gas. So you got to have people come in with new ideas and fresh stuff if you're going to stick around. That's a, great, that's a great that's, point. That's, Very great point. That's what I was hoping somebody would They were right. aiming for longevity, I guess. And, right. And you know what? And I give them props. Yeah. Yeah. I right. give them props. Yeah. Um, because it's sonically a great album. You know. And produced. Because really we well. try to write music, too. Mm-hmm. For sure. So it's always, okay, this is our song, but I would rather have 25 people in here with ideas to contribute because... You might not have thought of what he thought, and just it, it just makes the song so much better when it's a collective thing. Whether they're in the band, not in the band, just writing, whatever. Right. You know, it, it just I just think when more people get together and have ideas, it makes it a better song. Because especially the influences, mm-hmm. you know, because people come in with different... That's how you get different sounding bands For different sure. sounding artists as people come in with a collective contribute for to, sure for that the, sound. my favorite part of being an original band because i've been in a couple is the creative process mm-hmm. it's right the, it's like um you start out with a little tiny riff oh yeah and then you get a melody and then you gotta like put words to it and it's like watching a child grow and then for when sure. it's all mm-hmm. put together and y'all experience it and it's like you get that one time when you jam and you're just like oh hell see people don't understand being an original musician and being a cover musician because i've done both um being a cover musician is fun but you're singing other people's music mm-hmm. singing your own music that you literally are attached to oh like, yeah with your heart and yeah. your soul totally different yeah it's different totally impact. different the issue with that though is getting people to like it you have to sell your music so people get excited well yeah a lot of original bands just go out and play for themselves. Yeah, and, and that's you. where they fail. Marketing's big for an original band. It is. But you got to have that, a good song. And you got to entertain. At, at mm-hmm. the end of the day, at the end of the day, you're going to you want to entertain people. You want to you want to leave, you want them to leave with a good memory and a smile on their face, man. And however you accomplish that, but the thing is with a lot of these 
original bands, right? Sometimes your songs aren't entertaining. We don't right. all write entertaining songs, you know. Even the most popular of bands don't write all, inter- or you write songs that aren't going to hit everybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? You have a niche song. Here, here's and here's the thing with original bands, and it's something that when I was jamming with my my band, um, I actually got educated on how you write an original. Band. You have to have a hook. There's got to be you a start hook. with a hook. Start with all the time. You got to have it. If yeah. you don't have it, don't waste your time waste on the rest. Your time. Of- mm-hmm. A lot of bands waste their time. Right. There's the problem. Idea. It's like you could have something that people like. <coughs> they hear it and they're like, oh, you know, like one of the biggest hooks of all time, "Sweet Home Alabama." Mm-hmm. I hate that song. <laughs> <laughs> but hold on, but do you hate it or have you heard it too many damn times? Well, it's just it's it's like Enter Sandman. I hate that song. Amen to that. But it's they had hooks. <laughs> they had hooks. It's like it's just like, you know. Legendary hooks. It's like yeah. you hear it, you instantly know the song. You're very right. I was like I said, we were talking about Twelve Foot Ninja earlier. And I was telling Dana that's what really pulled me in. They have really, really, really good hooks. To be honest with you, they could almost do pretty much any damn thing before the hook, and the hook is like, oh, 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 shit. Like I mean, and a lot of, uh, you know, I feel like people wonder how did uh, Rage Against the Machine get popular. The hooks, man. Everything Absolutely. was a hook. The hook, bro. Absolutely. I'm saying, yeah. I mean, uh, like and, and, and he had a message, bro. Tool. He had a good. He had a message that he wanted people to understand. He had a central idea, you know. Rally around the family with a pocket full of shells. You know what I mean? You know, like he had. He he wanted people to understand. He did have an agenda. Also, he did have an agenda. You know what I mean? But it, it's it's it caught on. If he was sitting there screaming politics, politics, blah, 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 and there was nothing for people to latch on to, nothing, no anthem for people to rally around to. Another, another good catchy hook, Highway to Hell. Oh, hell. I mean, AC, really? DC are like the masters of three chords and the truth. Very true. That's right. Uh, and, they're and the I, masters. You yeah. talk about hooks. Yeah, man. They're like the masters. Yeah. And, and, and we'll touch back on what you said, Tool. How did an art rock band become popular? <laughs> They got a hook, man. They Whoa. got something that people can latch on to. I mean, sober, sober. I I'm, mean, I'm just gonna say this: if I see another cover band play that song, I might shoot. <laughs> yeah, we'll learn it. Well, I'll tell oh, you what. Man. Another Too thing, people play that. I'll song. tell you one thing too: is uh, uh, when you're a musician, especially in the metal world, you, you have to create a bias. How do these screaming bands have fans? They created a bias. They got. They found one song that people liked that was catchy, and they decided to write other songs in a vein where they can connect with their fans. Yeah. And that's the one thing, like like Tool. Once they created their bias, they came out with more creative and more depth and more. And, and, and honestly, for Tool fans, all their stuff was good fan service, man. All, Absolutely. I mean, uh, who are you to wave your finger? I mean, Absolutely. bruh. I mean, have, all. Have you ever good seen their songs, writing man. process though? I've heard about their writing it's process. Insane. Mm. They're brilliant. Like one of the dudes is a, a professor, mm-hmm. and it's just like mathematics. You want to hear about their crazy songs are written with mathematics? Yeah, you want to hear about cra- mathematics? Uh, another speaking of mathematics, Mushuga. There oh, was a one, one album. One album they wrote. They basically programmed it on a computer with MIDI instruments, and then they took it and learned it and <laughs> practiced it for six months, and then recorded it. All together in one ridiculous, bro, and, and, and just another 
that that analog style. I'm a huge fan of the analog style. I love just layering love tracks. Analog. I love layering tracks. Tape to tape, reel to reel. I don't like. really, yeah, I don't really like too much copy and pasting. No. You know what I mean? But that's, but I, I can't honestly. I, there is music out there with that style. Can of copy and paste that I, I do appreciate. I do really appreciate creativity at its at its core because even if you are doing an analog or digital, if it's creative, it's creative, and, and you got to take your hat off to it because being a musician is really what it is. Taking your instrument and creating good music, something Absolutely. that's going to touch people, man. So let's just. I'm going to ask this question: What's your favorite way to listen to music? Headphones. Well, I'm talking about what style CD. I I'm. I, honestly, if I could, if I had my way, I would play records. I, I do love they, vinyl. They will nothing will ever replace vinyl, vinyl for me. And they still I, make them. They're still popular. Well, yeah. Well, they've made a huge comeback. Oh yeah. People are like, wow, listen to how this sounds. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's rich. It's it's it sinks into you. It you know, sounds like you're right there. It's it's awesome. It it's, sounds like you're just right. So, I grew up with it, so it's like oh, that's yeah. what I grew up to. I could feel the music. I remember. I remember my mom. First of all, music was always big in my family. And my mom, when she found a song, she played the shit out of it. 45. And, and you know what she used to play? Gerald Levert's Casanova. Damn. I ain't much on Casanova, right? And so I remember playing it. And I'm dancing around the house. And she said, you don't calm your ass down. You're making my song skip because it was on a record. <laughs> I felt like they, uh, it was so funny because looking back, I always joke that they made uh, they made MP3 players for hip hop music. That way you could dance and fucking jump around and not go. have to fucking skip the record. Like, <laughs> the Walkman. Oh my goodness, man. How many times do you, you, you remember the old uh, movies where they're at a party and somebody bumps the record player? Hey, who bumped the record player? You what know? the hell are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> But you can't beat that that hi-fi speakers, man. That record player, just quadraphonic stereos, man. I grew up with them. It's like four speakers, vinyl, just pumping. Yeah, man. You can't even replace that. It's a good sound, man. But all right, let's. Thirty minutes. We haven't moved on. Meta, move to Chris or yourself, because we're not answering the question. Where has metal gone? No. What is your favorite metal right. band? I will. I will. Uh, I, will I thought. My, see, we got way off track here. Yeah, but we'll talk about metal because we're musicians and, my, and we'll my talk. Um, influences. Because that's what we said we were going to talk about. Yeah. And why, why? I'm a vocalist, so for sure. Um, goes back to like what I grew up on, mm-hmm. which for me, the first vocalist that ever blew me was two of them, Rob Halford uh-huh. and uh, Bruce Dickinson. Which, <laughs> um, to me, two of the like. Godfathers and vocals and frontmen, um, but then another guy came along and it came out of Seattle, which was uh, Jeff Tate from Queensrÿche. Jeff Tate. Ugh. Well, him, him and He's Rob amazing. Halford are probably two of the only vocalists with that five octave voice. I mean, they can hit notes; they can break glass. Yeah, um, sure. And I used to be able to actually sing to that when I was growing up, just because I did chorus and I did all that. I can't do it no more. <laughs> too many, ci- yeah, too Smoking many cigarettes and um, um, bottles of Jaeger. Yeah, Does well, whiskey, help. bro. But I got the whiskey cigarette voice now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and um, is that even a voice type? Well, that's what I've been told. Mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody the said equivalent that of a gargling so rock whiskey cigarette voice. Like, is that a voice? About. That sounded like yeah. my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't talk like this. Oh, grandma, I, I know grandma. grandmas that sound like this. <laughs> but yeah, um, for me, that's where my metal roots started. Of course, Ozzy with Black Sabbath. Oh yeah, love Ozzy. I mean, love it. Um, 
But yeah, where where it is today compared to where I came from, I don't know. It's not <laughs> there anymore for me because I mean, there's bands yeah. that have caught my attention like Lincoln Park, yeah. Chester, Soundgarden. There's another vocalist right there, Chris yeah, Cornell. Yeah, Chris Cornell. I rip. mean, I was so into Chris Cornell. Um, oh yeah, he he could move me with his voice. Mm-hmm. And um, but like Pantera, bro. I remember when Pantera came out. Who the hell are I mean? Because I was a Metallica fan, but these guys like blew Metallica way off the map for me. I'm like, who are these guys? Yeah, yeah. they just blew me. Vulgar Display of Power, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I can't even tell you how many times I listened to that album. Uh, that's that's. Great. I can't even tell you how many times I listened to that album. I, I just loved it. Um, mm-hmm. and then and there's a lot of other bands that came after that. Um, like the hair bands. I'm skipping them because I have a lot <laughs> to say about it. Because I wasn't in that. I was I was the angry side of the eighties. Uh-huh. I was into Anthrax, Megadeth, Slayer. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a lot of those bands, the Big Four. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, but there's other bands that came out then. Testament, mm-hmm. love Testament. I heard Chuck Testament, Billy, yeah. bro, big ass Indian dude to get up there. And, I mean, he was a big dude, giant, huge, man. giant, huge, and his head was just freaking big. I swear, dude, he's fucking he, giant. He is dude. a huge man, but I mean. <laughs> I love Testament. Oh, yeah. You know? And it was just, th- that's that was the side of metal I got into because some of them, as we spoke, some mm-hmm. of those 80s bands just made a parody of themselves yeah, to me. Yeah, after a know? while. And, uh, but, yeah, like Tesla and uh, Skid Row. Mm-hmm. All right, so I got into Guns N' Roses for a minute <laughs> until I realized oh. I don't like Axl Rose. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, that, and that could ruin it for a band, too, for sure. How about you, Dana? What? Your influences, man. What are your favorite metal bands? Oh, it was all 80s hair metal all 80s hair. Oh, yeah so what like winger and god dude that's all i uh, growing up yeah that's striper. all i listened to. <laughs> <laughs> no striper <laughs> anyway, so, Dad, i couldn't wait to go home and turn mtv on and watch all that shit so i mean like when you when you had your cassette tapes who are you, who are you bumping cassette tapes oh shit i it was mainly tesla yeah yeah, yeah i love that whole w- radio controversy album man great yeah. album great album yep yeah. five man acoustical jam that was a good great one. album yeah. you know um for me it had, it had to be uh, uh i was i was raised a little sheltered and uh i was it really, looks like it i wasn't really yeah, allowed like it. <laughs> i wasn't really allowed to listen to a lot of uh, co- uh what we consider secular music uh until i was around 15 16 watching MTV and the first band that really, really caught my eye, I've watched this video called Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden. Amazing. And this this voice, this, 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 uh, man, he felt it. Haunting, you, dude. Yeah, Chris very, Cornell's very, haunting very haunting. And then it got me into, uh, I introduced my dad to uh, Guns N' Roses. I was I was late on everything. I had to go back and, and you know you know classically educate myself on all all the classics but for me it was it was around that time the sound garden the grunge wasn't wasn't really my thing but then i started discovering like the seven dust the king's x oh, hell yeah. uh I, galactic cowboys mm-hmm. uh was a good band that i used to just all the time all the time and then lincoln park oh, lincoln park lincoln the park. hybrid theory was a Chester. good one for me but nothing nothing in the world took a, just system of a down Awesome. That album that had science, that had aerials, that had, you know, just the, there's the, nothing like that. It's not so. That was like unique to like 
just you can't it, you can't even try it hasn't been anything like it nope. before or yeah. amazing well, I don't think everything will be like that yeah. I seen them live and I was just like wow yeah but now bands I didn't get into for whatever reason uh were, were like um, you know Green Day uh, the the re, you know you knew he back. was gonna do uh, it. wasn't a fan of Green Day man um. The Nickelback B-side stuff is great. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I never music. understood what people hate good music, so but bad, but it's the, their good music like, isn't the music that they put on the radio. That's right. But that's exactly right. about that. Yeah, but Green Day was trying. Well, it was more punkish, but it was uh, old Green Day versus I will say, yeah, honestly, Basket Day. Case was Basket Case, but only because I like the drummer. Yeah. Drummer's phenomenal. Drummer's phenomenal. Props. But uh, I don't know. It, it it seems to me that a lot of my influences in the metal would be like not as heavy. I mean, I love the heavy stuff, but once I learned about the other stuff, you know, like the '90s, you know, uh, uh, the 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 you gotta get what you give. I love shit like that. Jumper. You yeah. know what I'm saying? All the like, I guess the sad acoustic mm-hmm. freaking '90s music. Dude, I was a fan of all of that stuff too. You know, and and um. You know the Pearl Jams and stuff like that, but Eddie Vedder, man, yeah, Eddie yeah, Vedder. yeah, that he's man. got one of them voices. I mean, he, uh, he's not Chris Cornell, no, 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 but uh, but I Temple like, of the Dog, mm-hmm. yeah. But that I always love the meshing, and people have ever, yeah, oh album. yeah, that's a great album. I love the meshing though of those styles because I and did the new kids these days that these bands have like a, a, a vocalist and they have a screamer, and honestly, yeah, they do. But, There's two vocalists. Yeah, but but to be honest, a lot of these bands with these heavy, I love the vocalists, the stuff that they do, and I feel like why can't you just do the band with just this? This is usually some kid with a really high voice and this heavy like, and it's it's beautiful, beautiful as shit, and I can see why people get into it. But I mean, the screaming parts aren't too much. Some bands have too much screaming. To be like it doesn't balance out well, but it, it, it's it's uh it's it's dope. I, I, sometimes I wonder why why isn't that just when I first heard Kill Switch Engage, mm-hmm. I was taken aback. This operatic voice, like singing this heavy metal stuff, I'm like pe- people people are it. I think matter of fact, I think I was with Dana the first time I heard it, and I was like Dana, people are people are into this, like like this is this is popular. Get the fuck out of here! You know, like, get wh- where was I at, and why haven't you told me about this sooner? Like, this is dope. This this operatic voice, and like, oh shit, where have we been? And then I found out like it dream fucking, theater, bro. Yeah, yeah. But oh, did you know in Europe they that these metal bands have opera singers that Absolutely. sing with? Absolutely, bro. It's like a it's a big thing in Finland. It's a big it's thing in Europe metal. at the festivals. It's op- operatic metal. It's amazing. It's, well, it's amazing. classically written too. Yeah, it's like based off classic music. It's insane. Very true. But uh, back to the '90s, you just reminded because I've skipped some groups that yeah. influenced me in metal. Um, you want to call them metal? You want to call them grunge? You want to call them punk? Because they play many different varieties of music. Music, but see there. Yeah, I'm a huge Seether fan because I like their music. I like what they sing. I about. dig Seether. Um, they can sing anything, and that dude has a way. He has a voice like yours. He can sing clean. He can sing dirty. And then they're but, very uh, creative. Seether's one of the bands that I I got into. Um, Godsmack, of course. Um, uh, yeah. Um, Did you ever metal. get? So I'm gonna tell you my new bands that I'm kind of tripping on now. Yeah, and Bad Wolves is one of them. 
big I like fan that, of the singer. Mm-hmm. Um, Five Finger Death Punch. Okay. Can't go wrong with them. Seeing them live like them, yeah. blew me away. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's to me, those are guys carrying a torch right now um, because they're kind of straightforward and mm-hmm. they're not making it pretty. I mean, Five Finger is another one that impresses me. Here's my thing. You have your own music. Right. But if you can write a cover of another band's music and make and own it, that Great. impresses me. Yeah. There's only a couple bands have done. Metallica did it. They've written many covers and owned the covers they did. That's my opinion. Like I'm giving you side eye. Bob, Bob Seger. <laughs> I can never listen to Bob Seger. Bob Needle song on the spoon. Again. Nah. No, no, no. I'm talking Looking about Bob on some Seger. night moves. Yeah, I know. That song. Somebody cover night moves. Goddamn it. Let's metal up night moves. Speaking yeah. of Bob Seger. Hashtag metal up night moves. Right. But um, I'm just saying that's my opinion. Um, I, that impresses me. If you can take and Godsmack's done it. So I mean, granted, I don't like seeing them do cover songs. Sometimes you gotta. But if you take. Godsmack took a Led Zeppelin song and made it their own. Mm-hmm. Good times, bad times. I was like, damn. Yeah, I give them that. And they made it their own. I give them that. And um, so Five Fingers done that with some songs. All right, you I know, bring Bad up, Company. I bring up something we haven't talked about. It's the elephant in the room. Disturbed. Oh, one of my favorite groups. So why do we not talk about? What that? about you, Dana? How no. do you feel about Disturbed? Absolutely not. <laughs> you don't like the what is You it? already knew that. Well, yeah, and that's why it? you set it up. <laughs> what Asshole. is it about? <laughs> what is it about Disturbed? I, everything sounds the same. I, I liked them when they first came out, mm-hmm. and they did the cover, right? Oh, Tell about the Genesis cover no, or uh, Phil the, Collins cover. Which one? Didn't they do uh, the shout? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. did do yeah, shout. Yeah, tears for fears. Yeah, yeah they've tears done a few, few covers. I was hooked then, and then once I got into their stuff, I was like, everything sounds the same. They need a team of writers coming there and help them out. No, there's a couple albums there I stopped listening to. Right. I'm not even lying. I did because it was like they sounded like three albums sounded exactly the same. To me. Right. But his voice. All those songs were good hooks. All those songs were good hooks are my favorites. I think my favorite one by them is Liberate. My least favorite is Down with the Sickness. Oh, well, that's overplayed. Like, nah, nah, not, 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 it, it's not the overplayedness. Song. It's the, ouch, mommy, I won't do it again. Oh, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, you, yeah. you fucking bitch. Yeah, Why yeah, don't you that, just fuck that, off and die? That part of the song. What the fuck was that? Yeah, I How did that slip that. past? No, 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 no. We're talking about the industry, right? How in the fuck sauce did that get past the industry? So you mean to tell me these fucking old, out-of-touch, crotchety, rich motherfuckers were sitting there like, Hmm, this sounds great. Why don't you just fuck off and die? I felt the same thing towards my mother at some point. What the actual shit balls, bruh? Who let that one fall I'm through? They were shoving Ambium down somebody's I'm fucking throat you. in that goddamn meeting. That That's listening it, meeting. It definitely goes, what did he just say? What did he just fucking say? Did he just say that? <laughs> mommy? What? Fuck you, mommy. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, that, I, I'm with you there. Yeah. All right, so you're a metal band. And then we're going to go, then we're going to ambush someone on the phone oh and then and then we're gonna go around non-metal show that you would like to go see today. non-metal non-metal all right but that's later but let's get to you. your metal i think i know yours already yeah you my already metal, know my metal mine. influences man and you guys probably won't my be fa- my friends after that nah, my I've favorite been to a country concert bro so I, 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 it ain't I, country I, I'm just saying uh, i guess uh favorite metal band maybe favorite 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 that's favorite so hard band. man it it I, I still I think my favorite still lies with System of a Down. It, it they they really touched me. 
uh, just like spiritually when it comes to music. But I will say my most played, most played, most motherfucking played the Steel Tool and Perfect Circle. Tool and Perfect, Perfect Circle, Circle, most played. What Nothing like Chevelle? mood music. I do love Chevelle. I love Chevelle a whole lot. There's a band that's they're very creative. more modern. It's, to me, they're like, they took, when I first heard them, I thought it was Tool. I like, and I then like. I saw him and I said, it's a three-man band. Oh, oh, when they did that song, um, I know a song you're talking about. I thought it, it was Tool. Like tool. I'm yeah. like, this is Chevelle. Who's Chevelle? Face, face to the Floor. Yep. Yeah, yep. Face to the Floor. Oh. Woo! Man, That's yeah. a good song. Killer, bro. Killer, killer song. But. Yeah, I, I would say, yeah, I like Chevelle, but, but I was really, really into the... Uh, my dad... Uh, a bass player but he played a lot of funk jazz rhythm and blues so hearing a lot of rhythm and blues and that progressive jazz tool tool was it for me oh, yeah. because it was really like a it was like it was like progressive metal but not yep. but not but not rub my nipples progressive metal <laughs> in front of a warm open fire progressive metal like you know what i'm saying gotcha. it sounds more like a scream than a cough and then, ah, you know what i mean like yeah really like that's what i'm talking about so dana 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 Right. Who we gonna ambush? Ah, uh, Mr. Monk. Funky Monkey! Here we go. If we're gonna talk about metal, we gotta call Monk. Let's see if he answers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm gonna answer. Hey. Hey, what are you doing, son? What's up? Man, we've been you waiting. You've my He, yeah, he got I, he's that. had that for 20 years, oh that same God. one. I knew it was coming. Get you every hey, time. How you doing? I'm fucking monkey. Let me text his ass. You think you're talking to me? You're not. Yeah, who you talking? You ain't talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> fucking monkey. Now, you know, that's an interesting thing Dana brought up. Non-metal show. Now, I must preface this with. Wait, we're, we talked about it. We got to get Monk on the phone to... to to yeah. talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Why are you getting a hold of him? I'm gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna preface this, this whole thing about non-metal shows. For those of you in our listening community who have no idea, LJ is a big fan of pop music. Oh, <laughs> pop music artist. I mean, I mean, the the, the, the sky's the limit. When it comes to not I me, mean, we can, I, honestly like you could talk about metal. I could talk about pop music. I could music talk about music. Just yeah, metal. but I'm just saying, like you know, because I like to sit back and watch the fads, the trends, the boy band fads, and people fighting over which it was like the team Jacob and Edward fight. Ah, my LFO is better than 98 <laughs> degrees. Ah, oh my goodness, boys you know? to men. Yeah, now, now, it's all about money. Boys to men. Like, now, you want to talk about people that don't get called boy bands that were boy bands? Like, New Edition was a boy band, first of all. Mr. Telephone Man. I mean, come on, bro. They're from, where, on, I, they're from, they're, they're from where I came from. So yeah. I know all about New Edition. So I'm Bill just, Biv DeVoe, all of them. Yeah, so I, I'm just saying, be prepared for um for whatever artists might come out. I mean, I like I like artists that. If this be, you know, talk about metal influences. Like, think of the songs that were from pop artists that had that metal feel to it. Like, the Jacksons. Let's talk about Dirty Diana by Michael Jackson. With who playing guitar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. from freaking, uh, well, Rebel Yell there. What's his name? Billy Idol's mm -hmm. guitar player. What, Steve Stevens? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Badass song. Badass. And I still say, ever after Steve Stevens is that little motherfucker. <laughs> he looks like him. <laughs> 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 younger day. 
fucking About the same Steve size. Dude. I'd say yeah. like this. Hold on. That's sweaty Jesus, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, you got you got Black Cat, you know, metal, heavy metal influence. Nuno wrote that. Yes, he did. Nuno Bangor. Yes, did. from Extreme. Yep. Then you got, um, bruh, Michael Jackson used Eddie Van Halen yep. on, was it Beat It? Yep. You slash on black or white. Yep. You know, like these metal has always been well, something that has like you know gotten people hype, inspired people. Called you marketing know, over the years. Yeah, but it, it, think of it though. That was a Michael brilliant Jackson family. Was, brilliant family. Michael Jackson was sitting at home listening to who are these guys with this guy with the long red hair all angry? That guitar player is really something. You know what I mean? I want to bring him to Never Never Land. You know, I'm just, I'm just. I mean, if Michael Jackson healed the world. His heal the world having ass was like that dude Slash could play some fucking guitar. I mean, Slash who did he ass. hire before he died for his to Orianti? Mm. Say what you want. That that young British woman can play the shit There's out of some guitar, bro. She plays the shit out of the guitar, but she's metal influence. You can tell by the way she plays. Oh, oh, he's he, oh fuck. Hello? Uh oh. I'm not doing this again. Hello? I'm yeah. not doing it again. Fucking monkey! What's up? Oh, God. Tim, hey. Lord Jesus, what the hell y'all doing? Oh, We're yeah. podcast, man. We're Get over a podcast. podcast. And we want your input. Because... Podcast? So were you like in a pod? Yes. <laughs> it's actually a green never, pod. Never with understood blue... the concept of that terminology, podcast. It comes from <laughs> it comes from the iPod, silly goose. Okay. <laughs> 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 so... Today we're having the metal show, and we're talking about metal, metal past, metal present, metal future. And we thought that yo happy ass had to be in on this. I mean, we couldn't talk metal without Funky Monkey for sure. I mean, I mean, are we wrong? Did we call the wrong person? Should we have called Morgan Freeman? Maybe he'd have something to say of great Profile. profoundity. <laughs> Did we lose Monk? No, I'm here. Oh, okay. I'm just trying. So, yeah. I'm having a hard time hearing you guys. That's all. Having a hard time hearing us. That's that's a problem. Shit. Shit. No, can no, no. you hear us? Shit's not going to fix it. I can hear you. Whoever said that? Yeah, I couldn't hear the 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 person what? Uh, talking about a metal show or something. God damn it! Well, that sucks. How come you can't hear him? I know. I don't know. It just are you on, I'm on speakerphone or something? No, no you're you're yeah. running through the computer. Oh, you a direct line. Oh player. Lord, okay. Oh, we touching right. you personally. Shit. So you can't hear LJ intimately. No, no. Oh, so I was LJ. Uh, yeah. I, mean, I could hear him a little bit. A little bit. Not a lot of bit. <laughs> Stop fucking with him, some bitch. So, uh, <laughs> so we're talking we about metal. LJ. Today. Yeah. Yeah, we got LJ, Tim, you, and, and me. No, it's not. No, we got Chris. Tim, Chris is here Chris. Too. He thought it was Tim? Oh, shit. I Tim, I'm Chris. <laughs> he thought it was mm Do I know Chris? I don't know. I don't know if you've ever met him. He thought it was Umber. Uh, he's a, he's another metal musician down here. Yeah. So. I thought. Oh, okay. Really? I thought. I, yeah, thought I, play, I, a little, I play a little metal. Um, a little. A you little, never uh, let that shit go. You never let that shit go, <laughs> Monk. With uh, with with down to one, the band I'm in, you know, doing right now, I actually recruited uh, Chris Hall from old uh, Choke Chain, and and he's in a band now. And man, that guy's just—I've never had a drummer that crazy as as far as 
He, he puts the M in the metal, let me tell you. I mean, I, I'm, I was just blown away. I mean, he, he, he ranks up there with Dishman. <laughs> now, you know what? I just learned something. I didn't know metal was spelled with an M. Thank you for teaching me something, Monk. I, damn, you're fucking smart, <laughs> bro. God, where are you, how have you been, man? Metal is spelled with double horns, but that's cool. Oh, see? Now, now there goes my confusion. See, thank you. Thank you <laughs> so much. So, question, Monk. Metal influences. Yeah. Metal influences, man. What were yours? What? What's my what now? Metal influences. For sure. Well, I mean, I, I came up, first of all, I, we're going to we're going to back up because I, I, I grew up with, with bluegrass. I grew up with Conway Twitty and, and Willie Nelson and, and country. And I was a Christian, uh, pretty much forced to go to church yeah. Sunday school from age like eight until I was 17. That's why you were So you have to understand friends. that I didn't know much about metal. I didn't know much about rock or anything until I was, you know, out of high school, if mm -hmm. you will. Mm -hmm. So my first experience with anything metal was a combination of <laughs> a combination of, of uh, Bon Jovi and <laughs> fucking Iron Maiden. <laughs> That's quite the combination, right? <laughs> so the reason why the reason why I say combination was because when when I first heard of metal, it was on Q ninety four down here, which is a the local pop radio station, yeah, it which. Is. Uh, and, and then, you know, a friend of mine introduced me at the same time, both Iron Maiden and Metallica on his record player in one night. And I was, my head blew up. <laughs> so I was like, what is this sweet nature nectar of the gods? And he had a guitar. He had a guitar laying beside him. And I, and I was like, he picked up and, and turned on this box, which had a speaker on it. And next thing I know, I was just drooling. And I said, I have to have that. I, I, I This has to be me. Hell yeah, So. Dude. Uh, that that's what started me and, and influenced you know Metallica. Obviously, I got into Pantera when yeah. <clears throat> when they uh, when they blew up, and you know I've never been to Slayer and stuff, but just to start getting heavier and heavier, it started going from Metallica to like I said Pantera to, to Sepultura to I mean yeah, Cannibal Corpse, man. and then yeah, you know it it just it it, it seemed like it never. The, it, the heaviness never stopped. It always got heavier and heavier. And still to this day, there are people out there with eight-string guitars, and it just it just keeps going. It just it gets heavier. Animals so is leaders, man. Yeah, they they do plays with the eight-string. So that's so that's my story as far as you know. And and you're meeting different people and different influences of different bands. I've I've got a lot of mix of different styles of playing: blues, country, metal, and all. And that's you know what's What's have, good about meeting other people and jamming? I have never seen you play anything but hard rock and metal. <laughs> Dude, I don't, th just, I don't think four, you could do it. Four or five, four or five years ago, I played bass in a blues band called called uh, a Dream Theater. Uh, the, not Dream Theater. Good Lord, I wish Dream Theater. <laughs> the Dream Machine. Oh you wow! Know, we played for like eight months. We played Emilio's down here in Richmond, uh, City Dogs, and yeah, we were just you know blues jamming on Eric Clapton from that, uh, you know. I was jamming stuff like uh, CCR. Whoa, 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 whoa. And we didn't get an invite? We're not friends anymore. The blues don't <laughs> count, you though. guys. You're, you're busy doing your other thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, yeah, man. Um, but, yeah, I. Uh, but definitely metal is, is, you know, the underlying. It, it could be either a cure or a curse yeah. sometimes. So. I got another question for you, Funky Monkey. 
right. I got another question for you. Where do you think metal? Where do you think metal's gone in America? Where'd it go? Where's it at? <laughs> where did it go, or yeah. has it gone? I think it's gone. Do you think it's gone? Where's it? Where does it at? I, I, it's, it's hard to find these days. Good metal. Um. Well. You know, here in Richmond, uh, it, it's it's not necessarily underground, but there are places now that you can go to experience the uh, the metal genre, which, um, you know, I'm trying to get a lot of people into that, different bands like Seasons, uh, other things, Ascendor. If you say the National is a venue for metal, I'm going to drive an hour and a half and punch you right in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> The national? No, I, I didn't even mention the national. I'm just no, saying, if that was where you were going, metal. that was no, where. No, another round, another round bar and grill, man. This yeah. kid has invested like thousands of dollars in lights and sound just to bring the metal to that club and bring it back to Richmond. You yeah, know? I've and, seen some of those shows and, on, uh, on, as on far Facebook. As, as far as globally and internationally, I mean, metal has has pretty much broke up into so many different things in, in different genres it's 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 you know the metal that we know back in the 80s hair band metal you know it, it's out there you just have to find it it's, you know, people are still doing it but it's not in the mainstream like a lot of the people you know the the younger generic if you will genre are, are not really listening to that because they have you know grown into things like uh, asking alexander and then crazy stuff like that which i've really never listened to <laughs> i got a question for what do you think about greta van fleet Red Van Fleet is a fucking badass band because they are, I mean, you know, they do their own thing. They're, they're, they're raw. They're original. I, I mean, I love what they do as, as far as their, uh, their, their influences, obviously, you know, Led, Led Zeppelin. Zeppelin and, oh, yeah. And, you know, that group was introduced to me. I actually played with them in the, in, uh, in that blues band I was in, it was me, them, and a group called PBR, People's Blues of Richmond. Oh wow! And they're they're just phenomenal. We played a show. I think it was a. Uh, oh god, where was it? It, it might have been the Canal Club or something. But but yeah, they're really cool guys, man. They they you know I haven't heard from them lately, but they're they're really good. They're very young, man. I found that to be phenomenal, yeah, yeah. man. Phenomenal young yeah, talent. Young. Like a college band, aren't they? I definitely wouldn't consider them They're more like a, a heavy blues band. Yeah, but they you could tell you could tell they could probably let loose if you gave them if you gave them some uh, some air and space. They, they seem like they could they got they got it in them. Very talented. Very very talented. That singer man. is like a flashback. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. First time I heard him, I'm like. He sounds just like Robert Plant. He d his like, voice is just his, like Robert Plant. His voice is crazy. <laughs> oh yeah. Insane. Well, see, that's that, that's also too their. I can't say their downfall, but that's that's one of the things that goes kind of goes against them because a lot of people are comparing them to Zeppelin and yep. Robert Plant, and you yep, know, they're yep. like, oh, they're just another you know rock classic rock uh, Led Zeppelin band, but they're not. If you hear a lot more of their material, they're just phenomenally talented they're trying to put him in the category with the white stripes if he's as far as that retro sound yep. which yeah i don't care what nobody says long live jack white yeah. god damn it <laughs> yeah people are putting him in as a uh, college college rock is, is what they're calling it, i think something like that yeah all sure. right monk so uh, we're gonna end the show here and we're gonna go around the room so a uh, show you want to go see that's non-metal yes. today what show would you want to go see? Non-metal show. Any other genre? Um, Dead or Alive. It would. They would they have, have to be to alive be, yeah, to they, go see them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. See if they're dead. You know, I, I love to go see the undead show. No, 
I mean, if, if they were alive, I'd love to go see Prince. But as far as now, oh, I mean, I'd honestly like to go see uh, probably. Um, okay, I can't think of her name. She sings uh, that that poker face song. Well, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Yeah, I'm, I'm go, going go with you, goddamn it! Hell yeah, her, her or Pink or both. I, I I'm going with you. Let's go. <laughs> I go see both of them. She puts on an amazing show, <laughs> yeah. man. From the Lady videos Gaga I've seen, is insanely talented. Oh God, yeah, drama kid, yeah. man. All right, Dana, your turn. She's she's got a she's got a heavy metal background, so Does she? you know that's that's definitely a plus. Nice. Well, she's also heavily influenced by Alice Cooper. Did you? Yeah. Know that? Oh, yeah. 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 Very true. Yeah, and and Metallica. You know, yep. she did that. You know, song with Metallica too. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Dana, I'm I'm waiting to hear this. I think I think I already know. I think I already know. Non-metal show. Bruno Mars. Bruno fucking with, Mars. Wait, with Pitbull opening up. Oh, and he's That'd got the be- specifics. <laughs> I'm going to have to step outside and walk around a block for a minute on that one. I'm, I'm like, saying. I, I am shocked. Bruno yeah, Mars is coming. B- and, and we, well, amazing. Oh, oh yeah. To I'd me, go with you to that one, too. My personal opinion of Bruno Mars is he's another Michael Jackson. Yeah. He's been oh, yeah. like oh, the absolutely. second coming of Michael Jackson. Mm. They promoted him yeah, that he, way. Yeah, he rocked that Super, Bowl, that, that Super Bowl halftime. Yeah, oh, he yeah. did. Yeah, Good he's show. supremely talented. For sure. All right, Chris, your turn, bro. Um, we talked about it earlier. If I have someone I want to go see right nah, now, it'd be, it'd be JT. Justin Timberlake. Oh, oh, I like that. Another Timberlake good show. Is phenomenal. Another good show. The dude can do it all. Another good Sing, show. Dance, play, you name it. He does can do it all. It. I'd love to see him. I got well, he's it. a good actor too. I like. Oh, I like I mean, him in that movie. Actually, uh, he's actually a great comedian too. Yeah. If you've ever seen yeah, him on I, Saturday I loved Night him in the movie. Um, oh, with with uh, the the Mark uh, Zuckerberg movie. Well, uh, shoot, uh, he was in that movie playing. Um, he was actually playing the guy from uh, uh, Napster. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He was in there. That's yeah, right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. The social Network. Yeah, they, social I like him acting in that. Yeah, yeah. He is a good actor. I like it on the SNL skits he does with the Lonely Island guys and all that stuff. Those are pretty fucking funny. Now I got you. Non-metal show. You guys ready for this shit? All right. I've always wanted to go see fucking Beyonce. Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce. I get that. Oh, I get, totally that, get too. that. She looks like she puts on an amazing show. Shakira's like, another one. Yeah. Ooh, I like go the second so my com- eyes can try to keep up with her. It's like watching a young Patti LaBelle or something. Because if you heard Patti LaBelle put on a damn show, too, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. so they said she roll around on, her, on, the, on the stage in high heels, kicking and... Woo! Boy, let me tell you. You can't, you can't, you can't put... Can't eat, man, you can't put good music down, bro. Oh, especially a good good show. Good show indeed, man. Oh man. But yeah, great, great stuff. Guys, yes. it is our, it is the time, man. It is time it to is. call it a day. <sighs> we've had great chat. Yeah, we've had great chats about metal. Metal where it's been, where it's gone, where it's gone. Our metal hits. And uh, man, I, I love talking music, man. Music thing. But join us next time on the Get Over It podcast when we will have some other topic of discussion to us to ruminate about and the pontificate. But get over it, guys. Because oh, if yeah. you ain't getting over it, you're getting under it. And if you're getting under it, you're getting fucked. Later. Later. Peace. Rock on.